commitment, yeah. dedication, <laughs> success. Copland, Keebler, and Wallace, the most trusted name in executive search and consulting, welcomes you to the KKNW podcast, where we delve deep into the not so simple art of hospitality. And now here's your host, award-winning journalist, compelling storyteller, and video strategist, Corey Saban. Welcome to the KKNW podcast. We hope this show is a resource for you to stay up to date on the latest trends, garner some new ideas and information to help you grow and enhance your operation. Today, we are joined by not one, but two dynamic leaders. First, we're joined by Christine Pooler, the GM slash COO of Oakland Hills Country Club in Bloomfield Hills, Michigan. And our next guest takes us further west, where Marcy Mills calls home in beautiful but scorching hot this time of year, Scottsdale, Arizona, where she is the GM and Chief Operating Officer of Mirabel Golf Club. It's great to be with you both. Thank you for joining us. Christine, Thank if you, Corey. You, you're welcome. Tell us a little bit about you and your background. Hello. Well, I am... I've been in this industry for a very long time, um, over 27 years. Um, so it is very important to me. It is, it's really who I am at my core. Uh, it's hospitality and, and the people business. I have been at some wonderful clubs uh, across the country, um, born and raised in the Midwest. Uh, I went from, from the Midwest. Uh, my first position was in Naples, Florida. And then I went east, uh, a little bit northeast in New York, Wilmington, uh, Philadelphia, where I spent 10 years as the GM at Marion Golf, um, started to go back towards the south and went uh, to Augusta National and spent some time uh, with the Masters Tournament as the Director of Club Operations, and then further south to Miami and spent a few years. Uh, at Indian Creek in Miami until this wonderful opportunity uh, to come back to the Midwest uh, became available. So I'm thrilled to be at Oakland Hills, um, very proud uh, of the, the history and certainly proud of the, the history I have garnered uh, with championship golf. So uh, we're very much uh, chasing the US, USGA right now and, and very excited about it with the opening of our South Golf Course. Well, Christine, it seems like you have a phenomenal background, very well-traveled, and now let's bring in Marcy. Marcy, if you wouldn't mind, share a little bit with us about your background. Absolutely. It's a pleasure to be here today with all of you. Um, I've been in hospitality management for about 24 years now, uh, three of those being in a hotel and 21 in private clubs. My father's a chef, so I kind of grew up in the industry and, and fell in love with it. Um, I grew up in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, so my first job was at Waynesboro Country Club, and then I relocated to Scottsdale, so this is my second run in Scottsdale, Arizona. I uh, became the clubhouse manager at Paradise Valley Country Club, and then I went back home to Pennsylvania for three years at Ledrock, and then came back to the Southwest, uh, where I've been for about five years now. Um, very involved in CMAA as well. I'm currently the president of the Greater Southwest Chapter for the past three years and co-chair of education and I am very committed to giving back to the industry and mentoring um, young individuals along the way. Well, thank you, Marcy. And uh, I had the great privilege of watching the Eagles win the Super Bowl with you. So that was a thrill. <laughs> that was fun. Next. We I'd should like, do that again. We should definitely do that again. <laughs> 
Uh, hold on, hold on. <laughs> I got some Vikings who think otherwise. Well, ladies, I'd like to welcome my friend Tom Wallace to the conversation. As you all know, Tom is an influential leader, a proud Ohio State Buckeye fan, and a named partner in the forward-thinking firm of Copland, Keebler, and Wallace. Tom, you both know these guests very well, so please help us gain a deeper perspective on the leadership lessons that both Christine and Marcy can teach us. Well, thank you, Corey. And Corey is my the world's best media strategist and has really helped KKNW and me personally over the years with the work he does. So thank you, Corey, for all you do and uh, your continued help in the industry. Yeah. Uh, Corey, as I, as I mentioned in preparation for this podcast, this is our first leadership podcast. I'm really excited about it. I want to talk to the best and the brightest in the industry and kind of just find out a little bit more about you know, them and their leadership tactics, what's made them uh, be so great at what they do. And uh, I couldn't be happier to have Marcy and Pooler on this because they're really people I love as friends and look up to as leaders. I really think they're on the cutting edge of many things uh, in the hospitality industry, specifically the club industry. So I'm really excited to get started and ask these ladies some questions. Well, I'm going to go with you first, Pooler, and I'm sorry I'm using her nickname, but that's just... You usually call me Pool. Yeah, I don't mind. Yeah, I tried to dress it up a little bit. You dressed but, it up. <laughs> well, so my first question, and now if the, you answer, the answer to this question is uh, a family member, that's fine, but if it is a family member, I'm going to ask you to tell me the family member and someone in, uh, professionally. And the question is... Uh, who do you look up to? Who do you look up to? Oh, goodness. I think that um, I would definitely, definitely say, and both of you know this already, my mother is incredibly uh, inspirational to me and someone I look up to. Um, I, I have various what? reasons why. Uh, I, I, I think that her work ethic is, is like none other, but but one of the things that my mom has taught me the most is that, you know, you, you have to be kind and you have to treat other people with kindness and you, and you have to, you know, love and, and be honest and make sure that people understand that, you know, you may have difficult conversations and things people don't want to hear, but it's very important that you say them and it's very important that others hear them. So yeah, my mom is a really, she's a, she's a tough cookie, but she also is, it's a very soft heart, but it's got a work ethic like nobody I've, I've you know, ever seen or, or met to this day. So, yeah, she's, I, she's I uh, important to me. I love it. Now, who from a, a work standpoint, who's someone that's been a mentor that you look up to that's really impacted you as a leader over the years? Wow. I think there's so many, Tom. I mean, I think there's people in different times in my career and in, in different places that I've been. I've had mentors that have taught me what not to do and mentors who've really inspired me. Um, you know, you've certainly inspired me. Uh, Marcy has a hundred percent inspired me, um, being a mother and, and, and being able to, you know, commit what she does. Uh, but Mr. Klee, Steve Klee has also been a very important, um, person in, in my club life. Uh, he was, you know, one of my first GMs in Florida, and I was his assistant at the Country Club of Rochester, but he never left my side. He 
all these years later, you know, I think I heard from him just a few months ago, but yeah, Mr. Klee has since retired from Rolling Rock, but has really been a wonderful um, mentor to me, but the kind of mentor, (laughs) pardon me. Oh no, Steve's fantastic. And he's doing some, I was so excited to see when he retired, he's, he's consulting and coaching, which I think is, he's just continuing to give back to the industry and, you know, anyone that needs a coach, he, he would be an excellent one. There's no doubt about that. Right. Yeah. He, he definitely is somebody that has, I've learned a lot from as a mentor. That's, that's definitely the case. He's a, he's one of those guys where he's, you know, providing you as a, as a coach, you know, he doesn't want to win the game. He wants you to like change your life, you know, and, and that to me is, you know, that just resonates in the decisions I make, but he used to, take his red pen and mark up like a a flyer that I would do or present to him and he'd mark it up and I'd take it back to my office and I'd redo it with his notes and I'd give it back to him. He'd mark it up again. And the fifth time (laughs) I'd go back into his office and I said, it's exactly the way it was when I presented it. And then he said, yeah, but we went through the process, didn't we? I was like, oh, (laughs) but yeah, that was tough. But yeah. Well, he's, he is, he's a great mentor. Okay, Marcy, your turn. Now you, like, like I said, you could have two if one of them's a, a family member, but I also want someone professionally. Absolutely. So my dad, well, excuse me, my dad um, got me started in this business. I was a very uh, wee little girl checking coats at, at his club that he was working in and he was in the kitchen <laughs> and, and on the front of the house and he taught me how to create an experience and call people by name when I was about, you know, nine or 10. And I, I carried that with me in all of the jobs through school and, and whatnot. But he instilled this love of service in my heart that I couldn't run from, even though I tried um, to, to pursue other career paths. But as far as professionally, there, like Christine said, there are so many individuals that have touched my life both personally and professionally along the way and you know I'll keep this close to home and talk about you two for a minute and how inspired I am you know I remember when I was first uh, introduced to Christine and Dick said to me Dick Copeland he goes Marcy you have just got to meet Christine you know I know the two of you will just get along and and by chance we were on a committee together and I had met her at a couple of CMAA meetings but from the moment I met her my life changed and I would just have to tell you that she is one of the most transformational leaders I've ever met in my life. And she has this innate ability to see people at their core and to leverage their strengths and to empower them to achieve greatness. So, you know, um, I'm always blown away by her. And, and whenever I need anything at all or any advice, you know, she, she makes me believe I can take on the world. So I'm grateful for you. Wow. Um, Cool. That, who knew that was going to happen? That's yeah, you I'm know. glad we're not on video. That's all I'm telling you. Ugly cry right now. <laughs> but let's talk about you, Mr. Wallace. You know, well, we don't, for, let's, for a moment. Let's not. Let's. <laughs> but, I mean, talk about passion, drive, and commitment to this industry and, and somebody who's so real and, and always tells you the truth when you need to hear the truth. And, you know, and, and you're all heart. And let me tell you, you know, I love this story about you moving to Mediterra and having 40 people come and work for you. I mean, you're a true trailblazer and you're so committed and dedicated and work so hard to make us better. So thank you for being you. And I, I have to mention Tara Waldron as well, because she is someone I always look up to who just the epitome of professionalism and, and smart and talented and, and has done great things in our industry as well. 
Awesome. Well, thank you. That's that's fantastic, and that that means a lot. So, thank you, Marcy, and it, you two are two, both dear friends, as you know, to me. And uh, Corey, I know uh, I wanted to make sure I wasn't over talking the media strategist to the stars, <laughs> but do you have any questions? Any follow up there? Uh, I just thought we should all hold hands and burn some incense and sing Kumbaya. This is uh, <laughs> this, this is a light. I, I am. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, you you're not doing that yet, Corey. Uh, here's my question for you. You're both dynamic leaders and, you know, leaders and, and Christine, I really resonated with the words you said uh, in regards to kindness, because, you know, one kind word can change someone's entire day. And I know the value of that. But my question for both of you would be, what are the leadership qualities that you're continuing to work on? And Marcy, you could yeah. feel that one first. Okay, that I'm continuing to work on. Gosh, because it's a process. It is. It is a process, you know. And and I'm constantly sharpening uh, my toolkit here and, and trying to make myself better. But just um, continuing to increase my support and accessibility to my uh, direct reports and and and, and you know, I, I think we all get busy in our day to day, and and we all uh, try to make sure that everyone has what they need. And, as projects increase or as expectations rise or as the, the labor shortages keep coming at you, you know, it's, it's easy to, to get caught up and, and not be accessible. So I think, you know, just increasing um, support of our team and, and ensuring that they continue to be motivated and, and express my gratitude for them day in and day out. You know, I am always trying to, to improve that. And I bet they're really appreciative in challenging times like now through COVID. How about you, Christine? Yeah, I think exactly what Marcy said. Um, I am, I'm, I'm, I'm a, a much different leader today than, than I was yesterday or 10 years ago. Uh, and it, it came about when I recognized that I was working too hard to put the membership first in the club, in, 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 in my club. And I said, no more. I'm putting the employees first. And that is 100% my commitment. I made it very clear to the board. I've made it very clear to our board here that I put our employees first. They'll in turn put our membership first. It's just made, it, it's made me think much more like a leader. It's made me think instead of, a, you know, in, I don't manage situations. I, I kind of lead through them with our people. Mm -hmm. But I, I just, I, I'm loving these people. And, and <laughs> it's really important to me. And what I found is that, you know, we had a dance party in my office today. I mean, it's what we do. <laughs> and, and it's just, you know, we got, it's the, the music is not great, but it's okay. You know, <laughs> like we've got some bad tunes. But, but we're just trying to love each other and and kind of love through the 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 issues and 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 you know and give each other you know a, a break when you need it and and give each other uh, the support um, it's just like it, it's a completely different industry than it than it was when I started I, I believe it's just a very you know and and being authentic and be relatable like I I, I, I want to change people's lives and I never thought that way before. But and you do. Think, well, thank you. But, but what I found is I would get, and Marcy knows this, I give everything I've got and then I become exhausted. Like I go home and I'm done. Like it's that the whole cup empty syndrome. Well, when you start to give people 
um, give them everything you got, but you're authentic and you're relatable and, and you want to change their life. You are filling your cup up tenfold by giving, giving so much away to others and watching them excel and watching the, you know, the way they behave and how they start to emulate, you know, maybe you or maybe one of your, your, uh, you know, department heads or something. And man, that just, I, I go home full now. And, and that was, uh, I'm thank goodness for that change in, in the way I, I function. Tom, I'd be curious so well what you have dated. to say. Um, just, you know, I know you've got a very diverse career and now you're influencing others. I was curious what you're working on as well. I think people would like to know that. Uh, I, right now I'm probably most focused on finding a way to connect with my team at KKNW from a distance. It's so much, I'm just, I have a lot of similar uh, characteristics as a leader as Marcy and Pools, and, but I want to connect with my team, but we're all over the country. Uh, we, we really only have a scheduled interaction once a week. So I'm trying to find ways to, as the managing partner now of KKNW, to connect with the team, my teammates, uh, so I can have that bond and we can have that authentic relationship. So when things get busy, as we're as busy as we've ever been, we can have quick, honest, open conversations and move the company forward. So that's really what I'm working on is how to connect uh, when we're so far apart. And I know there's lots of tools and I love Zoom and I love FaceTime, but it, it just doesn't feel the same. So uh, that's yeah. really what I'm working on about myself now. I really want to be have closer, tighter relationships with my teammates but uh, struggling with doing it uh, when we're so spread out. But uh, I'm, I'm definitely focused on it, so I know I'll get there. It's just, uh, just like these ladies, if, if I'm focused on something, I know eventually I'll find a solution, but I'm right at the beginning of that right now, Corey. So let's continue the dialogue in a moment, but first let me tell you about Club Leadership Alliance. The three founding Club Leadership Alliance firms, Copland, Keebler, and Wallace, McMahon Group, and Club Benchmarking are independent entities working together for the common good of the industry, serving clubs in all aspects of strategic planning, operations, finances, human capital, and facilities. The CLA's core, CLA's core values serve as a framework for the proven best practices and include informed leadership, strategic stewardship, empowered management and team, as well as compelling member experience. The CLA's mission is to rally club leaders to create relevant, enduring clubs. Their vision is to generate widespread understanding and adoption of the best practices that lead to sustained club success. Learn more at clubleadershipalliance.com. So let's continue the conversation about leadership. And Tom, I know you have more questions for both Marcy and I'll go with it. Pools. Pools. There you go. <laughs> nice. You're, on, you're, you're in the inside circle. Now, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, the, the next question, I just, because it's so hard uh, to stay balanced and I don't ever think there's work-life balance as much as I think there's work-life synergy. What, what is it that, and I'll, I'll go to Pools first. What is it that you're looking forward to? Is it daily? Is it a workout? Is it a, is reading? Uh, or is there a more long-term thing that you're looking forward to, a getaway uh, with family and friends? What is it that energizes you? What is it right now uh, at Oakland Hills in almost August 2021? What, is, what are you looking forward to? What are you looking forward to to re-energize yourself as a leader? 
Oh, yeah. What a great question. And and I think that I'm in a transition year. When I've been here just over seven months. So I know you all can appreciate that kind of change and how it um, forces you to think a bit differently and put some of the things, you know, maybe it's a daily ritual, maybe it's a weekly ritual, maybe it's you know, the way you know, different habits that you might have, you're I'm resetting them because I have a new home and I have a, a new position and I have new people and in a new community. And so I'm in a reset, which is, it, it, which is very exciting in itself. But also I think that I'm having, you know, a really wonderful time meeting the membership here. But we also are in a very, very major transition in restructuring. Um, our, our, our organization, which um, I think you both can appreciate that's, that's very difficult. So when, what do I look forward to? I look forward to going home by 8.30. I look forward to going <laughs> to cryotherapy, um, you know, cryotherapy whenever I can. I look forward to, um, you know, going to, going to Minnesota next week and hanging out on a pontoon for two days. Like I can't wait. Um, but I also look forward to um, Marcy and I and, and a bunch of my girlfriends have a plan to celebrate a very important birthday that we didn't get to celebrate because of COVID. So we're trying to find a place to go and, and that is, it's going to be a nice reset and something to look forward to. And, yeah, and I just think spending time with the people I, I love, you know, and I have a daily ritual with, with my Matthew and, and it's like, you know, that FaceTime every single day, it, it just kind of helps reset, you know, what you're doing. So awesome. That's, love it. It's love transitions. It. It's different, but thank, thank you, Tom. Yeah. I love, I've only pontooned ever in my life in Minnesota. So I, I, I <laughs> but I didn't do it for two days, but it is uh, it's a special place. It's yeah. a wonderful place to be, like, just like Cleveland, from a weather perspective, about three months a year, it's a wonderful place to be. But uh, Exactly. Yeah. Well, okay. How about you, Marcy? What about you? What are what are you looking forward to? What inspires you and energizes you? Well, gosh, um, I just got back from a couple of weeks of vacation, so I think uh, for me it's been um, a long couple of years, like everybody in the industry, and we just finished a renovation project. So I was really looking forward to a reset and just having some downtime with my kids. And um, so, you know, that's important to me. But, you know, on a daily basis, I love, you know, with the summer being slower, I love coming home and cooking for them, you know, on a more regular basis. That energizes me. Um, my Peloton bike is, is something that inspires me all of the time. I'm trying to get Christine to ride with me, but we'll, we'll see if that, that works out, huh? Uh, I have a bike. I know you do. <laughs> I, got, I got that bike. Get on it with I, me. I, yeah, I, I got it in my house. What are you saying? <laughs> but um, just again, like this time with my family, time with my friends, you know, I'm very looking forward to the KK&W Summit in October which both of you will be at. So being around um, our industry leaders with all of you, celebrating each other and learning together and having fun, I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. So, Awesome. That's, that's really good stuff. I, it's amazing. One of the things, you know, my son's 19, and he, as he's starting taking college courses, he talks about, you know, why is it that you like, hospitality it's like it seems like a hard way to make a living dad 
And I, I said, well, <laughs> I said, it's, I said, it's the people. It's, it's all, all the people, all the, everyone that works with you becomes family. I said, all of the people that share the experiences like pools and Marcy, uh, th- these are people that impact your life and make your life better. And it almost, uh, I could just, I could feel that coming from both of you. I always love that about both of you. You're both of you are so positive. Uh, uh, I always, one of the things when I joined the firm, I was just shocked with, I said, Dick Copland, such a positive person that he, it, he forced me to get up every day and just be a little more positive and try to look at the glass more half full because, uh, surrounding yourself with positive people does indeed at some point make you a more positive person. I love those answers. That's great stuff. And I think it's important for these young people coming into the industry to realize they have to have something every day that they're doing to relieve stress and to give them something to look forward to. And they have to have a goal uh, a month out, whether it's uh, going to be with friends and pontooning for a couple of days or getting away with your kids. Uh, that's important to set those dates up and do them. Not something I've always been good at, but I know that's probably something else on my list. So we're working on that. <laughs> yeah, we're working, exactly. And that's another thing. Corey only asked for one, so I didn't get into that one yet. <laughs> well, I'm a, Corey, uh, I, I'm going to roll into my third question, but I want to give you a chance as my uh, co-host here to an- answer or ask any follow-up. You know, I was just curious, uh, what books are you reading? What's on your nightstand? Well, I'm... I'm reading Think Again by Adam Grant. <laughs> I love it. Do you know him? So, yeah, that is so funny. I literally looked at the book right next to me on this desk, and I started laughing. I'm like, oh, they're not going to believe it. What book what are you reading, reading? <laughs> well, that, we We're functioning in the energy bus right now, our team and our board. Um, I love the book. I love the book. I love the book um, by Don Gordon. Um, but the book I'm reading right now is the big game playbook. Yeah, it's awesome. And it's for private club general managers. It's so cool. Oh, cool. Matthew Allnett from the Donathan Club um, wrote the forward. And Tony Shabayam, Shabayam, well, I, I, she's been in the business for a while. I, I don't know how to pronounce her name. She's lovely. What an awesome writer. The big game playbook. Okay. Nice. We'll, yeah. we'll get on that. Well, yeah. I'm. Uh, I'll share my. I'm two books. I just finished Green Light by Matthew McConaughey, which I love. Mm. Oh, it's was so, it good? I'm, I'm still uh, listening to it. Yeah, fantastic book. And uh, from a business side, uh, Kurt Dick and I just got done reading Traction by Gina Wickman, which is a great book about building a game plan for your company. So, uh, but uh, I try to always have one that one for business and one for pleasure. But uh, those are the two um, I've been on lately. How about you, Corey? Oh, my goodness. What are you reading? Uh, I I am reading uh, (laughs) right now. Oh, boy. So one of the things I really wanted to do is learn more. I I have the dessert book, if you will, and then the the book that's more heady. So my dessert book is one that Dick sent me. uh, Harvey McKay, you haven't hit your peak yet which is great little anecdotes. Um, You know, for example, uh, this young man was told he'd never amount to anything and that he had no imagination. But Walt Disney persevered and did X, Y, Z and little stories like that, which I enjoy. The other book I'm learning is uh, called The Color of Law, which highlights uh, 
perhaps racial inequity in the United States and the history of it, just so I can continue to learn and see things from other people's perspectives. So uh, that is my dinner book right now, and I'll blow through that probably in another week and probably uh, segue to that big game playbook that Christine just mentioned. Yeah, that sounds really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm going to get transition, Corey, to the last question, but uh, this question isn't a trick. It's, uh, you know, I, <laughs> I asked the question, who do you look up to? What are you looking forward to? And who are you chasing? And, you know, I always say, I always tell Dick and Kurt, I said, I'm, I look up to Dick, but I'm chasing Kurt. And it's not to be competitive with him because we both are competitive, but it's also he just does so many things the way I want to do them that I'm chasing Kurt Keebler a little bit. He, he's just a little bit, he, the things I want to get better at, he's better at. So that's who I'm chasing. So I'll switch up this time. Marcy, who are you chasing? And it could be more than one person. Who are you chasing? Who do you look up to? Who are the people or who is the person that you, you think I've got to be a little bit more like them? I am chasing Damon DiOrio. I mean, talk about the epitome of professionalism. He sets the tone for, for everyone to follow. I've watched him over at Desert Mountain. So Damon's across the street from me now. And uh, I'm so blessed to have him there. And it's such a large, massive operation. And I've just watched him bit by bit, piece by piece, transform it and just create this exceptional hospitality experience and, you know, build this powerhouse team and inspire them all and create this member and employee experience that is second to none. So, you know, I am so honored to be able to learn from him and to see him and to just watch him crush it at Desert Mountain. So I'm always going to be chasing him, I think, in my career. Now, that's a, that's a great one. Damon is, uh, we we're lucky enough, to, Dick and I were out there for a visit a couple weeks ago, and he continues, like you said, to just build a uh, what a culture and what a team he's put together. So that that's a great one. How about you, Pools? Who are you chasing? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I think that I, I, I'm sort of thinking about that. Um, I don't know. I, I love David Novak. I think that he's a wonderful leader. He's not, he's not in our industry. He's a leadership coach. Um, I've been able to spend um, just a few minutes with him here and there um, at a different club. But he's a wonderful author, and he does, you know, just he's authentic. He's just a, a great coach who has enormous amount of respect for his the conversations that he's having. And I just think that, you know, I, I would like to I'd like to emulate him a little bit. Um, but I don't know if I think there's so many people in our industry that give me nuggets. You know, I think of people who are so gracious. I mean, Damon is certainly gracious. David Dew is very gracious. Tony DeRico is gracious. I mean, there's so many wonderful things, like nuggets that I can get, you know, from people. But I think I'm, I'm, I'm chasing, you know, I'm chasing people like how does Dan Cathy work? You know, what, what makes a company say we're closing on Sunday, like Chick-fil-A, you know? How, how did they, you know, what were they thinking? And, and what made that right? And I just, I'm sort of inspired by that right now. I love it. Those are great answers. And, uh, you know, end of day, uh, there's so many people that impact us, our lives. And I, I want to thank you two for doing the inaugural uh, leadership podcast at KKNW. I always say two things. I used to say it a lot when I was getting started in my career. I 
hospitality, and I shared this with my son Blair, it's, it's not a field of work. It's really a way of life. And when I think about that quote, I think about you two ladies and just how you live and ooze hospitality and leadership. Couldn't be happier to have you guys kicking this off because uh, great answers, and you all are people that uh, I'm very proud to be associated with. And I hope, I know when people listen to this in our industry, they're going to get some of those nuggets you spoke of, Fool. So thank you very much for that, Corey. Uh, I'll hand it over to you to wrap things up. You know, before I wrap it up, do you mind if I ask one more question? Oh, of course not. Go for it. <laughs> and the reason being is because I, I see I see the dynamic leadership and I hear it in both of your voices, frankly, all three of your voices. And Marcy and Christine, you know, there's a lot of young people in the industry that might be afraid to come over to you and say hello or ask a question. So I'm going to ask you a question to humanize you both a little bit so they don't feel this intimidated. Not that you need humanizing, but let me ask you, Christine, you were saying bad music earlier in the office. So what's a favorite song from your teenage years that you rock out to when nobody else is listening? <laughs> Oh my gosh, my teenagers! Oh my gosh! I mean, I seriously, I was thinking of Prince yesterday. I love Michael Jackson. Love Michael Jackson. Um, but I don't know. Let me think. Um, love the the love the go. What was it? The go go. Who is that? We got the beat. Wham! Wham! How about Wham? Let's talk about George Michael, people. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> I mean, seriously, I can't even think. Oh my! I can't God. think of one name well, of a song. Well, wake me up before you go. I don't know. How about yeah, Little yeah. Red Corvette? Okay, That's uh, it. love it, love yeah. it. Yep. Okay. <laughs> I'm, more, I'm more of a dove cry guy, but that's a pretty good one. <laughs> what about Whitney Houston? I mean, you can't leave her out. <laughs> no, definitely not. You can have that. We're going to have that. So in high school, it was Whitney Houston or Prince for tools. How about you, Not Corey? Whitney Houston. No, no. no. Uh, Whitney, no. Whitney Houston. For I was wearing Martin. penny loafers, and, and I had a white glove. Wait a minute. I'm not. only a few years younger. <laughs> oh, man. How about, how about you, Corey? What's one of your uh, high school jams? You know, and I just played it the other day. It was in the car. The kids weren't with me, and it was Prince. It was that song, Kiss. And I just had that, you know, oh, I just want your, and I had song. that so loud and, you know, and, and the worst was yeah. I stopped at a red light and I was rocking out and the guy next to me looked at me and just shook his head. And I was like, all right, forget it. He shook his head because he was jealous. Well, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, he, he wasn't, yeah, he wasn't vibing like you were. That's what it and, was. And Tom, what about He's you? He's afraid to rock out. Tom, what are you, what are you jamming to? High school was all about hair bands, for sure, <laughs> but I would tell you that sweet child of mine, to this day, it's uh, my daughter's ringtone. Guns and, and Roses. Uh, Guns and Roses, sweet child of mine. is. Hey, they're absolute. coming here. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to be here soon. Really? Are yeah. They, uh, yeah. Well, let, Excellent. <laughs> Actually, are they back together? Is it the real Guns N' Roses? Or it's the that... real Guns N' Roses. Oh, boy. I don't know if it's I, – I might want to just live in the memories with that group. Uh, I, I'm just going to say I would. Yeah. No, uh, definitely Sweet Child of Mine is immediate, immediately takes me back to high school. 
So that's such a great question because now for all you young leaders listening out there, when you run into any one of these three dynamic leaders, you've got a conversation point to open up with. And you can open up and talk about Prince and his little red Corvette or hit Tom with a little hairband nostalgia and some MTV questions. So before we want before we wrap up, I want to remind everybody that the Copland, Keebler, and Wallace team members are committed to the success of their clients, the professionals they place in the industry they love. Through their commitment and dedication, they are able to advance the careers of their candidates, improve the well-being of their clients, and have fun every day. And they definitely do. Learn more at www.kkn, that's and spelled out, w.com. Thank you for tuning in to the KKNW podcast, where thought leadership, strategy, and forward-thinking ideas emerge. To learn more, visit kknw.com. I'm Corey Sabin. I thank you for listening, and I invite you to connect with me on LinkedIn, where we can continue the dialogue. Have a great day, everyone.